Iowa everywhere. From the Channel Seed Studios. Studios, welcome to The Hook, a look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller, powered by Circus Sports Iowa, sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed, seedsmanship at work. And hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Hook. My name's Ken Miller. Uh, I'm on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO along with Trent Condon weekdays 11 to 1. My partner is Mike Palm. He's the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports out in Las Vegas. And let's head out there and catch up with him. Uh, yeah, it kind of seems like a quiet time, right, in, in sports. There's a lot of, obviously, the winter sports are down to their final four in each. We'll touch on that a little bit. We've got the second major coming up. Baseball continues to move on. A busy slate of uh, action here this afternoon. Mike, good to talk to you as always. You know, let's start there. What is afternoon baseball when you get four or five, maybe six games uh, taking place in the afternoon, I guess early morning for some of them out there, 10 o'clock first pitch, then you catch up with the West Coast teams. What does that do business-wise? Yeah, they really kind of push Wednesdays in the scheduling. Yeah. But the, the big draw today was the uh, second leg of Man City and Real Madrid. We actually had quite a few people here for that. Uh, arguably the biggest soccer game since the World Cup final this year. Uh, and, of course, Man City wins and moves on to play Inter Milan, sort of an anticlimactic final. Um, because Man City will be a huge favorite there in, in yeah. the one-game final. It helps us because you get people in here betting, and it, it gets people out to the book, and it gives it some life, especially as you get to around noon, 1 o'clock Pacific mm-hmm. time, like the Dodgers and Twins was a good matchup today. Till Pagan came in. Although May went out early, and then uh, I, I've been singing Sonny Gray's presence. He yeah. couldn't even get to five and dive. It was four and dive today. Yeah, and they had a 3-2 lead until – yeah, Pagan showed up on the scene. Um, yeah, Dillion was really good, and then they turned yeah. it over to Pagan and made a mistake. I thought, uh, but uh, anyways, um, well, that that's uh, interesting. So the Dodgers, Mike, have they now in your mind taken over as the uh, team to beat in the national? I mean, the Braves are still the, the Braves are still there. Obviously, I find it hard to find the third place team. You know, if you're doing power rankings in the National League, oh. it's the Dodgers and the Braves. I think right now it's a huge gap to three. I think there's a gap between the Braves and the Dodgers. I don't have the Dodgers ahead of the Braves. I mean, it depends. I mean, I think you throw Syndergaard every fifth day. I mean, what what they're pitching in one or two innings. I mean, it's off. He's awful. Yeah. Now May went out early today. I mean, he's probably been, you know, Kershaw and May have been the best two starters. Urias has been up and down a little bit. He eats some innings for you. I still think they don't even compare to the rotation of the Braves at the Braves and they just keep bringing up young arms. You never heard of making their first starts too. Right. Um, and Soroka is uh, going to be back at some point. Soroka is going to be back. Edler's like uh, third in an ERA and in, in the major leagues through what nine starts. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, this Padres team, I don't know what they were down four two last I saw. To the Royals, yeah, yeah, the Omaha Storm Chasers, I call them. I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said to my buddy who lives in San Diego, I sent him a text today. I said, uh, yeah, they're down four three in the ninth. I said, uh, your ace, you Darvish, can't even beat a bullpen day from the Omaha Storm Chasers. Mm-hmm. That's that's a problem there. I'd say now I'm going to be in New York City next weekend with my family. I might go to the Padres are at the Yankees, and I've oh, never nice been in the stadium. So maybe I'll take the family uh, Friday night our first night in town uh, to the game. 
Um, is that a bucket list stadium for you? Had you been to the old Yankee Stadium prior no. to? No. No, I've never been to New York City. Wow. This is going to be my first time in New York City. I've never been to Boston either. I'd like to go see Fenway. It's pr- it's, it's really nice. I'd, li- I'd like to go there. Um, <clears throat> I'd, I'd, you know, so many places have new parks now, so yeah. it's it's hard. Yeah. Tiger Stadium is Comerica. I've been there many mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. I was to the old Tiger Stadium, though, too. Did you? Yes. Um, so, but uh, anyhow, Padres, I tell you, I don't know what it is, if it's a lack of culture, if it's – Misevaluating on pitchers. That, 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 this my tickets. Future tickets don't look good on the Padres. Oh. Right. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, Kenny. Well, uh, the good news is, is they're going to. You're going to have to find three wild cards somewhere in there. And it's, it's. Um, if you're 500, do you make the playoffs? Maybe if you win 84 games, do you? Are you a wild card team in the National League? It's possible. I would say. I would say. That. The Phillies will probably be a wild card. I believe that. They get Harper mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Central is very hard, uh, hard to digest. I don't know if the Pirates can hang on. I just, I mean, Richie Hill threw six innings of one-hit ball today. <laughs> did you uh, see him chasing down Cabrera and race the first I base? Did. I did. What, it was, what it is, 83 years Park. between the two of them? Jurassic Park, I called it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you're right, though. I mean, we're, we're, are the Cardinals going to write the ship? They've kind of. The Brewers seem like they're going to hang around. The Cubs, I don't know. You know, it's really hard. Who knows? Are the Giants and D-backs good enough? There, you can put all those names in the mix. Really, mm-hmm. um, D-backs got a couple pretty good starting pitchers. Yeah, you I'll know, say carry them a little ways. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, back to the Central for a second. You know who's going to win the Central Division? St. Louis Cardinals. As okay. we take this here today, they're. Okay mired in last place, but they're starting to come to life. Yeah. And they've rallied starting to score some runs. That's just, that's it, what yeah. they, they played so awful at home too. Their home record was unbelievable, but that's the, the two central divisions are really up for grabs to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, the three or four teams, I'm not convinced the white Sox can't win still the AL central. When I look at it, when I really study it, mm-hmm. who, who strikes fear in your heart, Cleveland can't score. You know, Minnesota is, uh, you know, one starting pitcher away from being in trouble again. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I just, you know, the Tigers sat in second, have been in second for a while. But, there's, you know, Lance Lynn pitched well last night. If he can get back and forth, if you just look at the names, the White Sox should be the clear favorites in the division, but they just don't play like it. No, I'm with you. Um, I kind of thinks I'm crazy because I'm same t- same stance you have. I don't think the White Sox are out of it. Oh. Even they're they're 15 up and 28 down, and they're still a pul- they're still a pulse. But you hit the nail on the head. It's the central divisions, right? Yeah, they're, they're really oh. up to grabs. So, you know, they're still you know batting baseball on a daily basis, looking at pitching matchups and situational stuff. It's still fun, mm-hmm. and maybe doing a little bit more of it now as we wind down in the NBA and NHL. Yeah, that's true. And I hate to say that we're coming to that point, but we are. How about Kevin Gossman's performance on Tuesday night? Struck out 10, walked two, um, didn't figure in the decision. I, I'm telling you, this guy's a live son young play right now. Same thing that against Philadelphia. Remember, he, he yep. threw eight and he, and he was throwing 98. And then they give up the run in the ninth and lost the game on the air. I mean, he's he's, to Bichette, he's yeah. like dominant, but his record doesn't show it because he's not factoring in any of these, the wins or the losses. Um, I think he's real life. I think he's re- it's up for grabs. I don't think Sho- Shohei has not pitched well, and he's not out of it. No, 
No. I think it's a big start for Cole tonight against the Blue Jays. A, a, a real big start. And Bassett's had two dynamic games back to back. I bet perfect game. I bet under uh, four first five here in this game. That's just getting underway at Yankee Stadium. Interesting and not a perfect game. A complete game <laughs> uh, in his last game in his last start. Yeah, that was good. To, that was certainly good to see. All right, PGA starts this weekend. Uh, Masters is over. We're kind of. Uh, I, I love the fact the change. I mean, everybody's football crazy, right? When we get to August, May needed this event. I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's in a perfect spot. Um, you guys have got all your numbers up. You got your head-to-head matchups. What uh, when you put these numbers up? What did the betters gravitate to right off the bat? Anything jump off? You know, I'm waiting for it. Hasn't come in yet. Jeff Davis is going to provide us an update this afternoon, Kenny, but we haven't gotten it yet. Um, putting together what our position is, and then when they tee off tomorrow, uh, of course, what we'll have. So I can update that for you, maybe on the radio on Friday. Good deal. Um, is there a number, Mike? Well, I mean, I'll ask it this way: Would you bet a John Rahm at eight to one, or a, a Scheffler at seven and a half to one? Don't you need double digits, maybe twenty to one to play? I think in golf, you need like eighteen to one to even yeah. look at somebody. And but I don't do it for a living, so I don't speak with any authority on that. Right. You got you got fifty plus people in the field. How do you take seven to one? Right. It's like, how do you bet a team to win the Super Bowl at four to one? I mean, it's ludicrous as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like Buffalo last year, six to one, a ridiculous price. You know, I just, I just feel that. Does it make sense against the field that you have to play against that are live, live people that have a possibility of winning it? I mean, if there's 14 teams or 12 teams that can win the Super Bowl, why would you take five to one or something like that? And if there's 30 guys that could win this tournament, why would you take eight to one? Does it seem like we are, uh, as we sit here in the middle of May, talk as we switch to the NFL, you mentioned short prices. Chiefs are going to be a really short price. Uh, I have to assume the Eagles in the NFC are going to be that other team. I, I think the Eagles improved. I loved their drafts. Their defense was good to begin with. Hurts uh, continues to take steps forward. Um, the Eagles, to me, have caught my eye, Mike. I worry about losing your coordinators. I think that's fair. That's the biggest concern, but boy, the NFC, who knows? It's just, it's kind of like the national league in baseball. There's a couple of teams only. I don't, I don't know, but I don't know if it's that. I think, I think the national league in baseball is better than the NFC really, because I don't know who's the second best team. Can you tell me? Niners. Okay. But with what quarterback? (laughs) Fair point. Hopefully Brock Purdy, because we saw what he did last year. And I didn't think that was ever going to happen. It's a shame he got hurt because it would have been a much better NFC championship game. Um, yeah, I think you could make the argument, the Niners. I I just think the Eagles, the, the concern about the coordinators is well stated, but the Eagles may be more tower over the NFC than even the Chiefs do. And if you could argue the Chiefs are a better team, but there's more competition in the AFC. Who knows at the end of the day? They do play each other this year on a, on a Monday night in Kansas City and uh, the Monday before Thanksgiving. Outstanding. Uh, yeah, well, schedules come out. So did the schedule, yeah, we've talked about the schedule being out on our on our last show. So what did that do? What did that do business-wise? Once, uh, you know, the the players, uh, the pros, whoever it is that, it, that comes after these numbers when they come out, they've got everything in front of them now, right? The draft's behind it. They have the schedule. Yep. And so the people that are local or bet on their apps are starting to put their bets in. And then as the tourists come, you know, during the summer, you'll mm-hmm. see a ton of, ton of uh, NFL and then, uh, of course, college football. When we get that up, wagering uh, over the midsummer. 
Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about the winter sports, and sadly, they're going to come to an end here within the next three or four weeks. We'll save the hockey for a second because I want to go in a couple of different directions with the vote that took place last night in Tempe. Uh, we'll get to that and maybe try and place the Coyotes where they're going to their next stop is going to be. But the NBA last night, uh, the number really moved. So where did you open Denver and the Lakers? And it depended on where you bet and obviously what side you were on, how your ticket cashed. But that number moved. It moved from, I thought I saw five early. It was five and a half. Then it was six yesterday, then six and a half. And I think it ticked to seven right before close. I know a guy that uh, hit a real nice ticket. He waited to the end. He had a four-team money line parlay over the weekend, <clears throat> which closed with Denver money line. And I had talked to him at lunch yesterday. And he said, what would you do? I said, well, the game's at six. I, I mean, wouldn't you take the points and try to middle it here? I mean, that's what I would do for and he, he ended up getting six and a half and, and hit it. And <laughs> nice. Hit it. Oh, yeah. He, he called me last night. Thanks a lot. He said, I said, well, that's just everybody's different. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, when it's that many, I mean, if it's three, I don't. But if, you know, it's six, that's, you know, more than two, two possessions or more. So uh, Nuggets, uh, what did you see last night? I mean, Jokic. I don't watch a lot of Denver Nugget basketball. I don't think the country watches a lot of Denver Nugget basketball. But watching this guy, if there was a higher league, he'd be in it and be starring in it. How's he not the MVP? I mean, right? to me, it's not even close when you watch the games. Yeah. Anyhow, he's a very smart player. Mm -hmm. He can play back to the basket, facing the basket, beyond the three-point arc, in the post, on the elbow, everything. Um, I said, and I, as I watched the first round, I said, oh, boy, it looks like Denver might be the best team here. Yeah. I don't you know, watch a lot of NBA, but I just thought the fluidity of their offense and what they could do when they run it through him. Mm -hmm. And they got some guys that can shoot and are very athletic on the wings, that they were the most consistent team. So a, uh, a Celtics Nuggets final would be terrific for us because we have some a little liability to the Heat to win the East. Yep. Of course, all the money on the yeah, Lakers, Lakers. It's like 1.2 million now. We got it down from 1.5. It's 1.2 if they win it. So, I, Nuggets and 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 Celtics would be perfect. We would we would be a nice winner either way. Who would be the favorite in that series? Mm. Boston. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if the public would tolerate that. I don't. I don't know. I would think Denver might be a. It's 120 one way or the other, I right. don't think, you know. Yeah. I mean, Boston looked bad at home a couple times against Phil. Mm -hmm. Denver's had no false steps at home either. I think that no. you, you factor that in. Well, I'm with you. I'd take Malone over uh, Boston's new rookie head coach any day of the week. I think he's got it. I think Spolster's going to school him with, with Miami. Oh, yeah. Is this going to be a series? Is, is Miami, the Celtics, going to be good? Uh, well, I think, you know, Miami's big two got to play well. And I say BAM as part of their big two. But yeah. If they do and Butler plays well, I think, like you said, what's the coaching mismatch worth? Three, four points a game, maybe. Yep. That's what I, it's that extreme. Yep. So I hope it's a series. I mean, I don't. I, it's better for us Boston wins, but I don't want it to be a four or five game series. Obviously, it attracts crowds to the book and sure. to our property when they play. Absolutely. Well, we're down to four in hockey. We'll save that for a second. Let's talk about uh, what about flights. Preakness? What about you know? Oh, I've got to, I've got the Preakness on my list. I'm going to get to it. That's okay. what I was going to close with. All um, right. Let, let's go with uh, with Arizona. Uh, they had a vote. Uh, the Batman wants hockey in the desert in a worse way. He he, he just does. I get it. Like I'm, I mean, Austin Matthews. We might he might not be a hockey player uh, if the Jets don't move there. Um, they have to move, don't they, Mike? And if they do, where should they go? 
Salt Lake seemingly is in the hunt. Houston wants an NHL team, big market. Well, Houston's a big city. Yep. I mean, it's not even comparison. Houston's the fourth largest city in the United States. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in terms of a a market, I think it can support the team better. Yeah. Uh, Then I don't know if there's maybe there's more interest per capita in Salt Lake, but um, I I don't know. You'd have to study the thing, but I, I. Dallas sure supports the stars, right? Ooh. I mean, I look, at, I look at my wife even says, she goes, boy, they really rabid those fans, aren't they? Because she was watching game seven there. Yeah. She said, I'm pulling for Seattle. I said, I have a future ticket on Dallas. She goes, but I want the Knights to play Seattle. I think we can beat Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be a heck of a series. And you're right, you do have a nice futures ticket on that. Uh, what about the, what about who, who returns first? The, the, the Nordiques or the Expos? Or, or none of the above? Not the Expos. I don't think the Expos. I think Canada has bound behind the, the Blue Jays. It's just like a national team, right? Oh, that's true. I never knew yeah. I, all these people that live in Alberta and British Columbia love the, the Blue Jays. That's our team. Which is different because in hockey, everybody's very parochial, right? But the yeah. whole country loves the Blue Jays. It's because you, yep. you see here, I see, we, look at when they play in L.A., I mean, the Angels, it's all blue in the stands. I mean, How about Seattle with the BC people? They love them. I I was really blown away by that. Only did I figure that out in the last few years. (laughs) That's really a national team. They are. They're Canada's team. More so than like the Raptors. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. They love the Blue Jays. Yeah, they do. Um, You know, it's funny. I get all the, well, you must be cheering for Edmonton now. Um, No, I'm not cheering for the Oilers. (laughs) I'm not going to cheer for the Maple Leafs. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cheer for the Jets. When the Jets get knocked out, I'm going to cheer for my futures ticket. I couldn't care. Now, would I like the Stanley Cup to be get go back to Canada? Of course. But I'm not going to shed a tear when the Oilers get knocked out or the Leafs. Do you think that uh, they will put a team in, uh, in Quebec, Quebec City? I don't. I don't. I think it's going to be in a big market. I could see Houston getting it. I know the owner of the Salt, uh, the uh, uh, the Utah Jazz, badly wants a team in Salt Lake in that building. Um, they've yeah. had the Winter Olympics there. Hockey went over very well, but it's a different yeah. brand of hockey. Clearly, uh, they do have an AHL team, or they did have an AHL team out there. I don't know. We'll see. Let's talk about the final four. Eastern Conference up first. We'll save uh, Vegas and Dallas, which I think is going to be a good series. Look, Florida. Goes up against Boston, who won more games in the regular season than any other team in history. Knocked them out in game seven. Toronto Maple Leafs, this is their year. 67. That's okay. It's finally coming to an end. Knocked them out in five. Paul Maurice has this team playing well. Matthew Kachuk, is, if they win, is going to be uh, to win the, the win the uh, Conn Smythe. Um, what do you think? Who wins the East? Well, and Bobrovsky's playing very well, and so is yeah. Freddie Anderson. And we've he seen is. a lot of... A lot of high-scoring playoffs. I tend to think these two conference finals may finally come back to the unders. Oh. The Knights and Stars through the Knights' history play very low-scoring games. A lot of 1-2-1, games. I think it'll be that way. I can see Bobrovsky and Anderson playing very well here mm-hmm. and, and get sixes on these. Of course, I don't like to play the full game, but I just think they'll be lower-scoring. I'm surprised right now that Carolina sits as the favorite to win the cup because the Knights are the number one seed in the West. Why wouldn't they be the fan? Now, I guess it's because, you know, the lines are, are shaded out here because of all the liability. We don't need any more money on the Knights, but right. Yeah. if you go to different books, the stars are anywhere from the second to fourth choice. It's, it's funny. 
I can on my forty to one ticket lay minus four seventy five. They don't win it right now. As so what are you no going to do? Is a no price, right? So, yeah. I mean, I could lock up three or four thousand by doing that. Although I, mean, I like them against the Knights, I, I think I want to let it go. I think that they'll win one of the first two mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, and then they'll be a favorite heading back to Dallas in the series. They'll be a small favorite, like maybe minus one forty, and you could bet the Knights as a hedge at a plus price. Uh, we know how much uh, bigger role goaltending plays in this series. I think Dallas has a big edge. I well, think I think Florida has a big edge. I I, I don't know. I I disagree with that. I think Anderson's playing well right now, and so I make that a toss up. Ottinger has not played well. He's been very disappointing in the playoffs. Better in Game Seven, though. Yeah, but they also played better in front of him. Okay. They played, they played better in front of him, and he and he played okay. Um. The, the goal with 19 seconds wasn't his fault. They had two shots to control that face-off, right, and, the, right. and they didn't. But he's always played well. The, the Knights have, whether it was Ben Bishop or Kudobin, remember in the bubble in Edmonton, or to, I don't know which where they played it in. Uh, Edmonton, I think, yeah. Dallas beat the Knights in that Western Conference final. The Knights were huge favorites in 2020. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think and Tampa the, beat them, right, in the bubble? And yeah, then Tampa, Tampa beat the them four to two to win the cup. Yeah, in the bubble. yeah. yeah. that was uh, uh, that was Jim Montgomery's team, and he got fired during the course of that year. Mm-hmm. Early uh, in the year, wasn't it? Early in the yeah, I think I think it was December. He got fired around the holidays when he had the issues with whatever, whatever. But yeah, um, I would. Uh, if, if, I said to you last round, this I wouldn't be surprised if it was a Florida Dallas final, and I still feel that way. East or West? One East Coast team, or Eastern Conference, Western Conference. You can. What are you going to bet? Oh, I would bet the West. Kind of like the East. This Florida team is really good. Well, if it goes to games, how about if it was? How about if you had Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final, the Knights and Florida? Paul Maurice has never lost a Game Seven, and uh, I'm sorry, Dallas and Florida. Um, Paul Maurice has never lost a game seven and Pete DeBoer has never lost a game seven. <laughs> Paul Maurice is five and zero, and Pete DeBoer is eight. and zero. I didn't know that about Maurice and he coached my squad for a decade. Yeah. I didn't know that. Did see that nugget on DeBoer. Well, it's going to be fascinating. All right. The Preakness. So let, let's start with the, with the, the bad side of the Preakness. Only one horse from the Derby's going to make a return um, two weeks later. And that's the Derby winner Maj. Is it time to tweak the scheduling of the triple crown? I think this year is is the straw that breaks the camel's back. I this think it is, should be. It's embarrassing, Kenny. Yeah. It's embarrassing that only the winner comes back, and he only comes back because he won. Yes. And he's got a shot at the tripper. He has to come back. Mm-hmm. No other horse comes back. I mean, you've got to change the schedule. I think you got to change the prize structure um, to where you give these horses points. There's a points, and the most points wins two, three million, whatever, and you get assigned points that encourages horses mm-hmm. and, and you race them three weeks and three weeks or a month and a month apart. Um, but it's really hard on a three-year-old. It's really oh, it's hard. Terrible. And the, the breeding has changed so much. The, the, from when from when it was Secretariat and Aladar and Slew and these horses then firmed, you know what I mean? That could, yep. or even, or even, you know, um, even, even the horses in the nineties that kept going to Belmont and getting nosed out at the wire mm-hmm. to win to win the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's changed. It's really hard for them to do this, and, and and the health of the horses has to be a concern as well. 
I'm with you. So what do you do? Do you push the Preakness back to the Belmont weekend and the Belmont weekend to July the 4th weekend, maybe? You can't take the Derby off the first Saturday. No, you have to have it there. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, there. That's, not, that's a non-starter. That's I think you I think you do, and maybe you even make it five weeks and run the and run the the, the Belmont. When does Saratoga start their meet? Uh, middle of July, roughly. Yeah, you probably got to run it Fourth of July weekend then, or yep. wherever, right there. Yep. Yeah, because you can't push it into Saratoga. I don't think so, I, but I think it's time to do it just for the simple reason. It's just, it, as you said, it's embarrassing that only the Derby winner is going to make. Now, is he going to win, Madge? I don't know anything about the other horses. <laughs> other than that, they're, they're most of them are fresh. I mean, I, I'm not betting him at eight to five. I'll no, tell you nor am I. No, no. And I will bet against I, him if he gets to the Belmont with the Triple Crown on the line. I, uh, I w- I, somebody asked me, what would you bet him at? I said, I probably would take seven to two or three to one for me to bet him in this in this race. Yeah. Eight to five, no shot. No, and you're not going to get it. No doubt about no. that. Uh, busy week out there for you. What do you got going on? What have you been working on? Uh, well, we got game one for the night. So we have players coming in for that Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then these Lakers draws. It's nice the way they lined up because Lakers nuggets opposite of night stars. Oh, good. So it's every other day. It's perfect for us. There's yeah, there's no competition for that. It's a little bit of a respite. It's EDC. So no big gaming events. It's all these young kids come out yeah. to, you know, but they're out. miles away from Fremont street, right? Well, a lot of them stay here. Oh, Maybe do not they? Circa, but at the D, we get a lot of them. Uh huh. And they pack them eight, six, eight to a room, you know, and then they yeah. go out there at 11 o'clock at night and stay out there till seven in the morning. And then I, I don't know. I did it one time. Derek, Derek takes a group every year. Uh, one Does night. Really? Took um, us. So it was nine years ago because I was 40 and I went and I felt way too old then. So you were. <laughs> we we actually got a ride back because they don't come back till it ends at sunup and oh at, at three thirty in the morning I said no we can't make I'm not going to make it I can't <laughs> deal with this the lights and the boom boom, boom. yeah we ended, up, we ended up getting a ride back so yeah don't blame you good stuff uh, talk to you Friday on the radio yes sir good stuff that's going to do it for the hook for this week we'll see you next week for Mike Palm Ken Miller thanks for being with us uh, on Iowa everywhere and we'll see you next time Iowa everywhere.